الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعوان وأنصار Our topic tonight is tafakkur or contemplation and this comes after all the stages that we have studied up to now we cannot aspect uh, address all aspects of tafakkur just i will try to touch you know this topic and give you some clues but it needs to be uh, studied you know independently on men, in many sessions you know at least three four sessions Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran a'udhu billah min ash-shaytan ar-rajim وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الذِّكْرِ لِتُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ مَا نُزِّلَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ Verily we have revealed the reminder which is a title for the Quran Quran is Zikr so that you explain to the people what has been revealed to them and so that they may think لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ so the Quran is revealed and one of the reasons for revelation of Quran is to help us to think so if we fail to think it means that we are not getting full benefit of the Quran and there are many verses in the Quran in which either people who are thoughtful and thinking are praised or those who do not think are blamed we find both sides interestingly in hadith from Ahlul Bayt alayhim salam We see great emphasis has been put on issue of tafakkur. And in the same line as what we said about Quran, we read in hadith, and this hadith is mentioned in many sources, for example, uh, in Biharul Anwar, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed Surah Al-Ikhlas Qul Allah and the beginning of Surah Al-Hadid because he knew that there will be people of deep thinking in Akhirul Zaman Aqdamun Muta'amiqun so the people who lived 
in the time of the prophet or later, they didn't fully grasp the meaning of Surat Al-Ikhlas or beginning of Surat Al-Hadid. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent Quran for humanity forever. And the main target for these two parts of the Quran are those who come in Akhirah Zaman and who have deep thinking. So they go into every corner of the verses of the Quran to find the proper meaning and interpretation. As you see, for example, if you compare Tafsir al-Mizan to early Tafsir that we have, it's very different. It's another world. We read about Abu Zar. This is in Vasa'il al-Shia by Hurra Amali, volume 15, page 197. We read, Most of the worship of Abu Zar was to think. Of course, he was saying his prayer, he was fasting, he was enjoying the good, prohibiting the evil, as you know, what he did, you know, especially in the time of Osman, you know all that. But still, compared to the time that he spent on thinking and reflection, it was less. And most of his worship was to think. So this is very important. And we have hadith which says Tafakkur sa'atin afzalu min ibadat sanatin To think for a while Sa'a doesn't necessarily mean 60 minutes Sa'a means you know a period of time So sometimes may mean 60 minutes Sometimes may mean just for a while To think for a while, for a short period, is better than worshipping for a year without thinking. Without understanding what we say. Without knowing why we say these things. Why we recite Surah Al-Ham, Surah al we bow, we prostrate. We don't know what, why. So, if instead of that... We think five minutes, it will be better. Of course, I am not saying that instead of compulsory prayers. Compulsory prayers, whether we understand it or we don't understand it, we must do it. But, you know, we may do lots of mustahab prayers. Thinking for a while is much better than all those mustahab things if we don't understand, if we don't think. This is in Bihar al-Anwar, volume 86, page 129, and also in Tafsir al-Ayyashi, volume 2, page 208. And we have in some hadith more than this. Tafakkur sa'a afdal min setina sana. Thinking for a while is better than worshipping for 60 years. 
And there is no contradiction. Don't tell me which one is true. I'm saying both is true. It depends on the quality of thinking and on quality of worshipping. Sometimes thinking for five minutes is better than thinking for, uh, than worshipping for six years. Like what? Five minutes that Horebna Yadid spent thinking. It was better than all his previous life and better than tens of years of Khawarij worshipping and having, you know, their forehead all marked by torba or by sands or stones. So it depends on the quality of thinking. So sometimes it's better than worshipping for 60 years. Of course, if we can mix thinking and worshipping together, then you can understand how valuable that would be. Someone who worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and knows what is he doing, what is the outcome of it, and what direction he should take or she should take in his worship. So no one can imagine the value of this sort of worship, which is accompanied by thinking and understanding. I don't know if you have heard the name of Ayatollah Bahauddini. Definitely some of you have heard his name. Ayatollah Bahauddini was a very famous scholar in the city of Qom and he was a friend of Imam Khomeini, the same generation. And he was very, very pious. And, you know, people used to go and say their prayers behind him just to become inspired. And he was also giving dars akhlaq His method was always to emphasize on thinking. He was very himself, very thoughtful. And, you know, you could frequently find him just sitting and smoking because he was smoking and thinking. Of course, thinking without smoking is better. <laughs> but he was old man and he was smoking. So, whenever people, you know, many Talabas used to go to him and ask for instructions. First of all, he was saying that you must study very well, study hard. And before you reach Dars Kharaj, no special advice is being given to you. Because in the beginning, you know, if people, you know, are not, you know, prepared, so when they become, you know, involved in this spiritual journey, then they may forget their studies, you know. So, in the beginning, he was not giving them any instruction. But a very general instruction for everyone was to think. Spend some time every day on thinking. On what subjects, inshallah, I will mention later. So this was outcome of his life, which was full of experiences, and he was 
one of the people that all ulama had trust in him. No one had any doubt about his spirituality and many, many people who were close to him mentioned that he was able to, on occasions, to meet Imam Zaman alayhi salam. Such a great alim was always emphasizing on thinking. And thinking is very important. As I said, this is what we have in Hadith and in the Quran. Even for a person who wants to study Quran, wants to study Hadith, wants to study Islam, always your study must be accompanied with thinking and reflection. If you just read and read and read, or listen and listen and listen, but you don't think and reflect, you will not gain that much. It's like, you know, eating food constantly. Then you will, your stomach will have problem. If you load, you know, overload your mind with lots of things, and you don't think on those things, then you cannot digest them, you cannot absorb them. And after a while, you will be bored. Say, oh, I have listened many majales, I have read many things, because you didn't get any benefit. But it's very important, if you listen a little, then you go and reflect on that. If you read a little, go and reflect on that. Once one of ulama told his student in Qom, why you didn't study properly last night? He said, I studied till after midnight and my light of Hujra room was on. The alam said, yes, I saw your light was on and this is why I am saying that you didn't study properly. He said, I was reading till after night. He said, yes, but this is not proper study. You must have switched off your light and then start thinking about what you studied. If you always read, so when you think, you need some time to think. And Imam Khomeini was one of the ulama who didn't have many, many books. His library was not very big. But whatever he had, he had reflected on them. So this is very important, to think on these things. There are many benefits for reflection, very quickly. The first thing is that when we think, we can deepen our understanding. You may not necessarily know new things, but when you think about that object, you will strengthen and deepen your knowledge. Because knowledge has also depth. It's not, for example, saying, okay, I know three propositions, and by thinking, I make it 11 propositions. Yes, sometimes this comes. You take new things out of it. But sometimes you know something, you make it deeper and deeper. And this is very important. For example, you prove existence of God by some argument. Whether it be, for example, 
what they call it ontological argument or cosmological argument or moral argument, whatsoever. You learn it. But when you think deeply about it, then you grasp it. And to grasp is much more important just to know something. Like a parrot. You know. Sometimes you, we know like parrots. We can repeat it quickly. But we really don't understand. So this is very important that by thinking we can strengthen our understanding and we can make it a firm belief. Imam Kazim alayhi salam has very inspiring hadith in Usul, is mentioned in Usul al-Kafi, Kitab al-Aql wal-Jahn, and that hadith is addressed to Hisham ibn Hakam. This is really a masterpiece about aql, about tafakkur, about knowledge, about standards that we should consider. And one of uh, the people in our institute has done his dissertation on this hadith. And it's now published as a book. It's very informative hadith. One of the things which Imam Qasim salam mentions is that by thinking the beliefs become firm and stabilized. Yes, butul aqidah. Sometimes we know something, but it's very loose. Easily may disappear. But if we think about something, it's as if we make it part of our body. Then it's not easily taken away. And these things which are made as part of our body and are indeed our soul, these are the only things that we can take with ourselves to Akhirah. All the information that we have, which is only on the surface, these will be forgotten. The pressure of this is so high that we will forget everything unless that thing is really become part of our reality. If someone has just, you know, learned, for example, that we have 12 Imams, so he may not be able to take this knowledge with him to the other world. But if someone has absorbed this and made it part of his reality, then definitely he will take it. Like the Quran, we have in Hadith, من قرأ القرآن وهو شاب مؤمن اختلت القرآن بلحمه ودمه. Whoever recites Quran, this is good news for our youths. Whoever recites Quran and he is a young mu'min, the Quran will be mixed with his blood and flesh. So definitely he will take Quran with him to the Akhirah and he will be told, اقرأ ورقه. Recite and go higher. Every ayah that you recite, you will go one step and 
higher. But if Quran is not mixed with my reality, then it will be forgotten. So, one of the outcomes of tafakkur is that it makes your aqidah firm. This is very important. The other thing is that it makes all your information consistent. Sometimes, you know, you take bits and pieces. A little in this majlis, a little in that majlis, a little from that book, a little from internet. So you have lots of scattered, you know, information. But when you think, you can put them into a system. And this is very important. You know, bits and pieces are very, sometimes very harmful. Because you think that you know a lot, but you really don't know anything. It's like having, you know, lots of change in your pocket. Always makes noise. But it's useless. But you feel you are very rich, you know, because you have, you know, many pennies in your pockets. But it's better to make all these pennies one note. So it's very important to think and put them together. Once there was a person who was helping the king in telling them the secrets and you know a sort of sometimes predicting something, foretelling something sometimes if someone, something was missing, he was telling them that that is for example over there so king needed such person as part of his intelligence service <laughs> so this person had very good you know position so naturally he wanted this position to be for his son after him. So he told him something. But his son was not a thinking person, was not very clever. So he had all these bits and pieces. So when he died, the king first said, I must test him to see if he really is like his father or not. So the king took something in his hand and said, Tell me what is there. So he used all those different things that he learned from his father. So he said, it must be something circular. He said, yes. He said, there must be some hollow inside it. The king said, yes. He said, okay, so it must be a millstone. No millstone? Because it's circular and there is hollow inside. The king said, you are very stupid. How can I have millstone in my hand? It's a ring. Just a ring. So he knew the bits and pieces, but he didn't know how to put them together. So it's by thinking that we can put all these things together and come to a clear understanding. We have heard many things about, for example, imams. But if, you know... So, Try, you know, to question your knowledge about imams and see if you have, you know, proper knowledge, you may have difficulties. For example, about the knowledge of imam about future. About knowledge of imam about the unseen. Many, many things are there 
We know a little, a little, a little, but not as a system. So this is also one outcome of thinking. The other thing, which is also very important, is that, you know, we have different dimensions in our spirit. We have emotions. We have desires. We have our mind, which is for understanding. And we have different faculties that Olama mentioned. For example, for anger, for, for example, our lust, for understanding, whatsoever. These things are like different ministries in one government. Like you have Ministry of Education, for example. You have Ministry of, maybe, for example, in some countries, you know, planning and budgeting. You have different ministries. By thinking, you can put all these faculties, all these aspects of your spirit together and harmonious and under one command. Otherwise, sometimes you go after your emotions, after your sentiments. Sometimes you go after your aql. Sometimes you go after religion. Sometimes you go after what your father tells you. Sometimes you go after what newspaper tells you. There is no clear orientation in your life. But when you think, you put all these things together. You see many people, for example, do something and they know that this is wrong. You ask them, why you do this? Say, you know, I love to do this. I enjoy it. But someone who has made everything harmonious and everything under the command of Agl, so he will never do something for which he has no intellectual support. Something for which he has no religious endorsement. So this is another benefit of thinking. The other benefit of thinking is to get rid of self-admiration. Because when we think about whatever good act we do, we realize that there is not that much value for that. For example, how, much pray, how many prayers we have done? Maybe 50 years, 60 years, 100 years. Yes? What is the cost of saying prayer for one year? Now in Iran, it's about 100 pounds. For a whole year. You know, you can ask someone to say, on behalf of your father or mother, 100 pounds for a whole year. And maybe with fasting, maybe 150. So, all worships that we do, for, if we do for 100 years, will be about 10,000 pounds and 5,000, for example, for the fasting. So it's less than a brand new car. <laughs> All worships for 100 years, if they are, you know, properly done according to fatwas, with good recitation, without riyah, this is the value. Compared to what kidney, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has many, given us many things, one kidney worth more than this. Yes? So what is the value of our worship? Compared to what Allah has given us. 
if we really think in this line and go forward, then we will never be admiring ourselves. It will be ridiculous. I think that I have done something. I have done something. Uh, I finish my talk with this story and there are many things maybe inshallah I say tomorrow because the time is finishing. Uh, I mentioned this story in uh, Kebaha uh, this summer and so I thought it's good to mention. You know, Allama Muhammad Taqi Ja'fari. He was a very well-known scholar. He has made a very extensive commentary of Nahjul Balaghi, more than 20 volumes. And he was a great philosopher. And his death was a great loss. Once he said in his lecture that there was a person who was given tawfiq by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do some services. Like for example, building schools, mosques. So, he was happy that, alhamdulillah, he could do something, you know. So he went to Imam Raza, alayhi salam. And said, oh, Imam Raza, alhamdulillah, I have been able to do this and that. Now, please help me to understand my position in your eyes. So he thought, you know, he must be very important, you know. At that time, it was before revolution, so at that time, uh, lady side and gent side was mixed. They were, you know, evolving. Now it's separate. So, when he was going around the chamber, Zari, he saw a lady and he was sure that this is his aunt. So, went closer to that lady and said, Oh, auntie, salamu alaikum, when did you come? And she said, I am not your aunt. You made mistake. So, that lady, you know, evolved around Zari. And again, he saw said, No, this is my aunt. You know, he was confused. So, said, auntie, why you are denying that you are my aunt? That lady said, I told you that I am not your aunt. Don't, you know, bother me. This happened for the third time. That, that lady got angry and said, you are donkey. I told you that I am not your aunt. And then this man suddenly realized that this is my position in eyes of Imam Raza. <laughs> Such a strange thing, there must be a reason for that. I didn't realize that this person is not my aunt for three times. Can you make mistake about your aunt? Maybe once, but not three times. So Imam Reza was with a sense of humor trying to tell me that you are not understanding. You think that you are very important because you have done something? This is all tawfiq of Allah. If you have done with good niyyah, it's all tawfiq of Allah. You shouldn't think that you have high position. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب